0: Choice and be glad in it. We thank you for this opportunity during this holiday season to take a break and and still just get into the Word for guidance for the new year. And we thank and praise you, Father. And we give you all the honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I believe God is preparing us. In fact, I know God is preparing us for something bigger. Everybody is going big. Go big or go home. Amen. Go big or bust. It's not about go big or die trying. Because we're not going to have to do anything in this operation but believe. Believe God. Amen. But fear is a faith stealer. See, it takes faith to get anything from God. And it's not hard. It's a natural thing. Well, that didn't go over well. (laughs) But, (laughs) But it is. You know, the more we understand faith, the better. I know it helps me every time I hear a message on faith. Listen, faith is never out. You reme- you remember the faith, the old faith movement, and everybody said this is the faith movement. We're believing God for, for miracles, but faith never goes out. It wasn't a movement. It ain't a phenomenon. See, the devil tries to make you think it's a phenomenon. It's in and it's out. But faith is always the order of the day. Amen. God's been telling me that every day, and I'm going to tell anybody that I can tell, that it takes faith to do anything. Amen. And the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God, so it's never going to go out. Faith will always be here, and I'm, I just want more of it. Well, we have as much as we need, but, you know, we want to make our faith stronger. Amen. Satan comes to steal your faith. Amen. Because we try to believe with our heads. So that's, that's a good thing right there that you can hint, hint. Faith is not in your head. It's in your heart. Amen. And see, fa- fear is a counterfeit of faith. That's why fear is the opposite of faith. Because fear comes by hearing, too. Amen. I said, hey, and I was just writing, and I was writing it down. Didn't realize that was God. So fear comes by hearing and hearing the word of the world. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the Lord. And so faith negates. fear negates faith. And that's why the devil who don't care nothing about you or me is going to tell you something different to get you out of faith, God's faith. Amen. So fear is a counterfeit faith. Amen. It comes by hearing it. It comes by sight. But the Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. Romans 10:17. But the by, but the world tells us that fear is okay. Everybody's going to have a little fear. It ain't okay amen because it negates your faith amen the just shall live by faith you can't live any other way but by faith amen Amen. but see but the bible the the devil's going to try to make you think it's okay now this is what he does to pretty smart christians he makes you think your fear is faith but there's a difference and it's a close because of that counterfeit You know, it gets real close, but I'm going to try to get that cleared up today, amen, because it comes by hearing. See, you know it's fear because fear comes by hearing, just like faith, but it also, fear comes by sight. Faith don't work by sight. It don't. It don't work by sight. And see, that's how you can define the two different ones. Because the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of what you can't see. But fear is is erected by what you see. Y'all get getting this? See, I, I know this is God because it helps us to differentiate the false from the real thing. You know, you know how people, especially in religion, they say, Well, we can't what, what is that we gotta go by what's your girl? What is that reality we gotta face reality well, see faith doesn't um it doesn't deny reality it just it just doesn't its byproduct doesn't come from reality Faith's byproduct, which is the promise comes from what you can't see, but it's so twisted. It is so intertwined in there, in your mind. See, when you are in faith, you can't go by what you think. And sight leaves images. And and it's in your mind. But the good news is God don't talk to our minds. He speaks to our hearts. Amen. He don't talk to your head because your head is dealing with your five senses. You know, by the ear gate and the eye gate, you get screwed up. Amen. Because the ear gate and the eye gate is sight in what you hear, what you see and what you hear. And then you base an assumption on what you see and hear. But faith comes by hearing the word only. Faith only comes from the word. And it's not deposited in through the ear gate and eye gate because that's n- not spiritually discernment, discerning. See, when you see and you hear, it's natural discernment. But when it comes through here, faith comes through hearing the word and, it, and you hide the word in your heart, then it's coming through a spiritual understanding. Does that make sense? And so it's different. Because the faith, then the devil comes to steal the faith that's put in your heart. He don't care nothing about you having faith in your head. And that's where most of our, na- it's that natural faith. But supernatural faith is what moves mountains. Are y'all here today? Amen. And see, this supernatural faith is deposited in your heart. That's why that scripture in Matthew where it talks about some fell on the Care about the sower, and it says some fell on stony ground, some fell on moist ground, and it was it was received. See, that's the faith that comes from hearing, but it was deposited in here, not in here. Y'all here today, and the devil, what does he do? Comes along and steal it. That's what he does, cause he don't care nothing about Christians. Amen. So the word of God is telling us to attend to the word and hide it in our hearts. That's why. Because the true faith of God is hidden in your heart. And that word heart is referring to our spirit. We got to understand this for this to work. Amen. Now, our physical hearts, that's this muscle, it's a muscle, thump, 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 thump. Now, I can tell you and give you an example that you can make it without it because if this ticker stops and you find a donor, put it back in there, you're in business. See, but the heart, the the heart of the spirit is something that never dies. In fact, when this body is done, it lives on. So it's incorruptible. Amen. So whatever is deposited in it is incorruptible. That's why that's this heart, the heart of the spirit is where your faith has to come from. That's good news and it's bad, but it's more good news. Cause it's it's like it tells us well maybe we got a little bit more work to do but so what what else are we gonna be doing, amen? So your heart receives the word and that's and it falls on good soil. This is the good soil. Now when it fall in your heart now there's there's like I said there's a, a couple of different hearts and it's the heart that beats in your chest which is the it's like a kidney, or it's a what do you call a organ, and then and that wear out, and then there's the heart of the man, which is his the spirit man, <coughs> which never never gets never gets out of beat, and it never wears out, amen. So it has so the natural and that's the natural heart has no spiritual. I, I don't want to say no spiritual value, but it really doesn't. Because it has a natural job. And that's to beat, to keep your body, your body alive. But it, it has no spiritual value. It's an emotional value, you know, a natural value, yes. Because you can't live without it. But your inner heart is your spirit. And your spirit is where faith is produced. Amen. Not your natural heart it's just your spiritual heart and that's what produces faith see in other words if you don't get faith to come out of your spirit man it ain't producing nothing are y'all here today you're gonna sleep so we're to believe with our spirit or our heart and that's where faith is produced it's like this it's just like the storehouse you give out of it it produces more if you allow the word, hearing of the word to get into your heart, see what I'm saying now can get into your heart, Amen. and it'll produce fruit. Amen. 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 But if when that's that, if you got head knowledge, it's not gonna produce fruit. It won't. It'll be you'll survive, but you won't see miracles in your life. Amen. Amen. See, I need a miracle. Amen. I, I want to be debt free, yes. and I want to yes. lose weight. Yes. That's gonna take a miracle. Amen. And I believe it can happen because if you believe, then you will receive and not doubt. If you not doubt, amen. But your natural heart or your mind cannot produce faith. It can produce this faith that keeps you getting just barely receiving, but this this faith must be planted in the heart of the spirit. Amen. So we are to believe with all of our spirit or all of our heart. And that's where faith is produced, it's regenerated, and it's God takes it and strengthens it. And I believe this is where grace meets our faith. Amen. It's planted in, in our spirit, man. And then here comes grace perpetuating that faith that you have. Because they a Sheree need to get out of debt. Sheree need a new car. Sheree need a new whatever. And that grace comes and finds your faith. Because, see, faith will find you if it's there it's going to find it's going to meet up god's going to meet it and he's going to do miracles and you can use anything anything see they're going to say you can't have that yes you can yes you can amen it's all it's what's in here and that's why the what is this the prophetic teaching is so necessary you can't get this just out of a soulish your soul can't produce miracles a feel good message see everybody want to who he preached or she pre-. it ain't about that it, it's amen it's about getting your spirit man filled so when you're 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 living off of reserve so to speak supernatural reserve is that making sense hallelujah so let's go to proverbs 420 hallelujah proverbs 420 amen here we go. In Proverbs 4.20, we know the, the word that says, my son, attend to my words. Or give attention. That word, give attention. See, in this why we have to give attention to the word. Incline your ear to my sayings to, or to my truth. And do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart. And that means to hold them in your heart or your spirit, man. For they are life to those who find them and health to all your flesh. Amen. And then in 23, it says, keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence. And how do you guard your heart? Number one, you have to value the Word. Amen. Amen. You have to meditate on the Word. Amen. You have to value your mind, will, and emotions, but you don't let them rule you. We don't live by our mind, will, and emotions. The just shall live by faith. Now, in verse 25, well, twenty where am i at well let's go back to 23 keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence and that you know what that really means let's just break this down it means guard what you allow to get in your spirit guard your spirit don't let anybody speak into See, that's why i don't go to many things you ever went to something just to see you know because you say "Tag, i'm gonna do a little something different like back in the day you go in and you say let's go let's get up and leave it's because something that was not right was supposed was trying to get into your spirit man and cause it to to be deflated you can't go see when you when you are assigned when you have an assignment you can't go to anything amen It's like a lot of people say, well, did the watchman go where we went home and did what we do at home? You know, just because something is of God don't mean you're called to it. I'm not trying to knock what nobody is doing because these people help a lot of folks. But I let God tell me when to go because back in the day, he had us going everywhere. But see your knowledge is so elevated and you have to obey God and be where God if God tell you to be home with your family that's where you be but see these people don't get that did they go, did anybody go no we didn't go I said I don't know call the crew they might went I I know what I did and I didn't call to see what nobody else did because God can lead them just like he he led me to be where I was I was at the mall he led me there. Are yeah, y'all getting this? It's so it's so nutty until it don't seem real. But I'm telling you, everybody ain't on this elevated plane. I'm just just saying. It's true. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with it. But I'm telling you, you better guard your heart. You can't let everything go in. Because, see, some things can take you backwards. We've been there. Amen. And some places we need to get. It's just this way. I don't know. I didn't set this up. I'm not this brilliant. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So let's go back to 23. Let's see. It says, Attend to my words, incline thy ear, and not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep them in your spirit. So God's word is life to your flesh because it heals you and it's life to your spirit because it, it encourages you and it broadens your understanding and your wisdom. All right, let's go back up to 23. Keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence. And that's what it means. It means meditate on the word and watch what you allow going into your spirit for out of it springs the issues of life in other words it affects everything in your life see what's in your heart comes out your mouth that's why amen see what's what you allow in your spirit will come out so that's what i'm saying that's why the bible says guard your spirit guard your heart don't let everything go in there if you see something ain't right for you, you know you, you see it's like this. You gotta have a, a. Sometimes I look at it as a feline diet. They can't eat everything. You ever seen that commercial that little cat a long time ago, and he's put on this this, this crystal dish with a with a, a placemat. It's kind of like that. Just, i'm just telling you the truth you can process it any way you want ain't no trick to this it's just true amen you just have to watch what you eat amen because it, it's not digested very well if it's the wrong food and that's what come on let's go i'm out of here that's what that's about for the smart people <laughs> amen You know, stay home, trim a tree, whatever. Okay, let's go back to 20. Okay, the rest of 23. It says, for out of it springs the issue of life. So it affects everything in your life, what goes into your spirit, which you let go in. And it says in 24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. And let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. And 26, ponder the path of your feet. Mm, Think about that. It means think about where you go. And let all your ways be established. And do not turn to the right or to the left. You know what that means? Don't get sidetracked. And remove your foot from evil. You know why it's saying that right here after it says, my son, attend to my words? Because what you let get in your spirit will bring you a bad life. Amen. See, because it's not, see, when you are a called out one, when you're a peculiar person, which we are, when you, whatever you eat or whatever you are around will consume and bombard your spirit man and you get bad juju from it. You just do. You can't be around anything. You just can't. Amen. Why? Because you're called out. Called out of that. It says you're called out of darkness into the marvelous light. <laughs> Amen. Well, we're just breaking it down. Keep your heart with all diligence. Amen. Spirit is the heart. For out of it springs the issue of life whatever you let get in there you're gonna see the results of it amen in your life so whatever you hold if you hurt a whole malice and unforgiveness in your heart it's gonna come out some kind of way some negative way in your life amen and i tell you how the devil work he jump on your money real quick just saying i know that's right amen so be careful what you allow to get into your spirit, because what goes into your spirit is reproduced. So if you hold animosity, you hold unforgiveness out of nothing, because of something the devil put in your brain. We better get this, because see, if the promise, see, look, if you want the promise, you gotta, you, you know, you gotta get this. Amen. Because, see, the devil puts all the stuff in our minds. Then he'll jump and pounce on you until you get a reaction out of you.
1: That's the way he does.
0: does everybody like that. We all have a choice. We can be stupid or we can use wisdom. Everybody have that option. Amen. So be careful what you allow to get in your spirit because what goes into your spirit is reproduced and you're going to see it. And that's what it means when it says keep your heart with all diligence it's like don't let your heart get involved with everything amen guard it with all diligence because for out of it springs the issue of life it means it will be reproduced in your life it'll affect every area in your life so just the way it is and then we get mad at god god i'm waiting you ain't waiting you're busy, busy into the wrong thing. Put away from you, and that's why I start talking about put away from deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. That means being mad at people when they ain't done nothing to you. Because you're you sensitive and touchy and keep entertaining these thoughts because you like how that makes you feel. See, this word, that's why people don't like the word. They like them Bible people that, this is my Bible. It says, I am what, that's why they like that. They don't want to get in here because if you get in here, it's going to show you you because it's a mirror. It's supposed to show you who you are so you can do better. Amen. People, I mean, they can preach out of their spirit, but they better give me a scripture or something. Amen. Amen. Because out of it springs your life. It's going to be reproduced. If you get faith, meditate on that word. It's going to reproduce. Get it in your spirit. It's going to reproduce faith. And anything else you let in there. Are y'all here today? So guard your heart with all diligence. Amen. We have to be careful. Careful what you hear. Be careful what you look at. Be careful what you do. Because through the ear gate and the eye gate, things are established in your mind and in your heart. Amen. Natural discernment don't help you when it comes to spiritual things. See, the Pharisees had natural discernment. That's why they said, how can we go back into our mother's womb and be born again? They couldn't even understand born again, giving your life, how when you receive Christ as your Savior, you're born again. And they said, how can we go back into our... See, that's natural discernment. They didn't have it. That's why they hated them. But they could have got it, but they didn't amen because they understood with this and with these and they didn't understand with this and that's what differed them from us amen so you cannot discern by your ears and your eyes only by your spirit can you spiritually discern you can discern some natural things now we need the ear gate the eye gate the mouth we need all these things but it's for a natural existence. It's not for spiritual things. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 12. Hallelujah. Those uh, religious people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, this is why they crucified him. Get rid of him because. It's just like when Martin Luther nailed the 95 Thesis to the Catholic Church, to the door of the church, to just shall live by faith. This is the same thing. Same thing. Understand with your heart the gospel and be converted. They didn't want to do that. They didn't want to convert. Matthew 12:34, And it says, you brood <laughs> of vipers this is jesus calling the sadducees and the pharisees the pe- the religious church he said you brutal vipers how can you being evil think good things yeah. amen so if your mind never thinks good it's because of what you putting in it that's what he just said right there boom you have to put something good in there to get good thoughts You keep thinking wrong about people, keep thinking wrong about everything and every situation. Look, people do wrong to me all the time, but I still love them and try to see the good in them, although I want to clobber them, and I'm thankful they don't meet me on the wrong day because this is a fight. You understand what I'm saying? In other words, we can all act stupid, but I'm trying to, you know, obey God. Amen. And if all of us did, that's why this Bible preaches to everybody in hopes that we will all listen and have a peaceful life together on our way to heaven. And take some people with us. Amen. Because the Bible says, how else would they know that you are my disciples if you have not love? But some people refuse to walk in love because they want to be important or see themselves more highly they want people to look at them high more highly than what they they're not getting enough attention that's just the way it is we all been there amen but we ain't there no more hallelujah okay verse did i do 34 no verse 34 oh yeah brutal vipers how can you being evil speak good things for out of the abundance of your heart that's what i've been saying the mouth speaks so what you allow in there is going to convince your, your mouth and your heart that you can't have certain things. So we got we to gotta deal with that. Now that's just, you know, ridiculous. And you'll start to reason everything that the word of God promises you. Everything the Bible says, here come a question mark. That's, that's called a, you got a devil. Just saying. You can easily get rid of it with the word of God. 35 says a good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good things see in other words jesus is telling these knuckleheads he says look if there's any goodness on the inside of you it's going to bring forth good but if you allow bad to get in there it's going to bring forth bad because no good tree bears bad fruit and no bad tree bears good fruit are y'all here today Somebody got to preach it. <laughs> Amen. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. Out of his storehouse in his heart. It says, and an evil man out of the evil treasures brings forth evil things. Now thir- verse 36, thank God. He says, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account for it in the day of judgment for by your words verse 37 you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned see we set our own selves up being mean we set our own selves up being angry because we don't think this stuff matters it matters because the bible just said we have to give an account for every word well what's, what you say is in your heart So you have to give an account for everything. Amen. So be careful what you hear, what you listen to. It gets into your spirit. That's why God says guard your heart. Let's go to Mark 4. Guard your heart with all diligence. And it says with all like your life depends on it because it does. Well, why didn't he highlight it? Cause you supposed to have, it, you know, you supposed to have, it, you know, what is that word? Discernment. Thank you, Lord. No. You supposed to get it. <laughs> you know, and people kill me. Oh, I got, I know the scripture. We did this last week, but did you get it last week? It takes me a while to get things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I make up my mind, so I'm getting it this time. Amen. Mark 4:14. 4, Hallelujah. And it says in 4.14, it says, the sower sows the word. And this is the parable of the sower. And let me start in 13. It says, and he said to them, this is Jesus, do you not understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? In other words, he said, if you don't understand this, you're not going to understand nothing. <laughs> so in 14, he says, the sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the way, the wayside where the word is sown. And when they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. And you can judge your, your own self. When you in uh, a meeting and you get it and something opens up and you feel relief and then you go home in a couple of days, you write back. That's because the, the, the one that sold the word, you received it, and then here come the devil. And he snatched it from you. Amen? Because, see, it was in your head. It was received naturally by your natural mind. Is this making sense? It wasn't sown in your hearts because it didn't get that far. Because the devil came quick and snatched it from here before it got to here. And you know how he does that? Because he knows who he's dealing with. Just saying. He know who he's dealing with. Because it used to be like that with me until I got sick and tired of him stealing that word from me. And I did something about it. And you, that's what we all have to do. Amen see is it's not spiritually discerned and this is why he's talking in parables to these knuckleheads because if he spoke naturally i mean spirit they wouldn't receive it spiritually so he's trying to give them a hint to wake them up see you can wake people up just by leaving something out and then they'll go back and say well what did he mean by that let me explore that you understand what i'm saying? This is what he was trying to do. He was trying to exercise their minds so that they would allow something to go past their brains. You don't have to understand everything. You know I, you know how I got as far as I did. I just received it. Right? Just received it. Did I, did I understand everything? No. Did I still understand everything? No. But I didn't block it out. I received it. And that word is still deposited. And then when the light bulb came on, bing, I say, oh, okay, I got that. But see, you can retain things. Keep your notes. And I go back over my notes. It's a lot of things I knew when I took notes. I didn't quite get that understanding. and so But I went back. Or I know there's some things I said, I need to go back and study that. You ever been there? And then you get that revelation. And you say, wow, you know, that's what she meant or that's what he meant so that's that's a it's a process but jesus is letting them know your your the anger and evilness of your heart is is condemning you and it's going to keep you from receiving anything that i have for you simply because of how you're made up amen okay 14 except he sows the word and these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown and when they hear Satan comes immediately and takes it away takes the word that was sown in their hearts these likewise verse 16 are the ones sown on stony ground who when they were when they hear the word immediately receives it with gladness hmm. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who when they hear the word immediately receive it in, with gladness. And they have no root in them. Now these are the words that say ooh, we had church. They, these are the feeling people. They just looking for a feeling. See they some people just wanna they wanna do better, but they live in carnally and so they they want the word to touch them in a way where it make them feel better but they're not thinking about their understanding they just want to feel to feel good crowd amen they want to feel better about life and so they're not too concerned about the heart right. amen verse 17 did i do that one yeah they have no root in themselves and they have no root in themselves And so endure only for a time. These are the people that quit. Afterwards, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, not because anything they're doing, but for the sake of the word, immediately they stumble. Because in other words, those are the ones that don't survive a test. It's like, look, it was a test. That's all it was, was a test. And they fail it because they're so in the flesh amen and they're impressed the worldly the world impressed them so much they don't have enough spiritual discernment to know that these and these things too do pass are y'all here amen see tribulation only lasts for a season it really does the bible says for a moment they say but the church have turned it into a lifetime but if we, the, God told, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Jesse DePlanis. He said, tell the church to turn it back to a moment. Because I said it's but, but for a moment. So you know what that tells me? Well, if God says it's a moment, it's lasting years. And he said, tell the church to turn it back to a moment. It must have lasted years because I allowed it. Because yeah. I wouldn't turn it into a moment amen amen so we can we have a power and authority over our lives we write our own ticket we really do now i'm not saying if we could write our ticket and write with no tribulation which mine would be tribulation free (laughs) i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is when stuff comes god can help us through it amen but we gotta let him amen Nobody likes tribulation. Nobody. I know I don't. Amen. Okay, so where am I at? Endure only for a time afterward. Okay, verse 17. And they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time afterward. And then tribulation or persecution arises for the the sake of the word. Immediately they stumble. Verse 18 says, Now these are the ones sown among thorns they are the ones who hear the word. Are y'all seeing that? They hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches that I mean money troubles I always want money, is this and the desire for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. They hear the word. Amen. But their mind get twisted with deceitfulness of riches. And desires. Stuff. And it enters in and chokes out the word. And it becomes unfruitful. Verse 20 says. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word. Accept it and bear fruit. You know what they receive it in their heart. In their spirit man. And they bear fruit. Some 30. Some 60. Some a hundredfold. Those who submit to God." To submit to God's authority. Those who allow the word to change them. Amen. In other words, people who accept truth, the seed of the word is deposited in their their hearts. And they receive it with gladness. Sometimes it ain't with gladness. But, you know, it cuts. The word cuts no matter what. I mean, it don't feel good. But when you receive it and say, you know what, that's me. And I need that. You know. It it you reproduce fruit. You're a fruit bearer. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Those are the ones that people are looking at and say, You know what I need what she got? They look at you and say, You got something. I know there's something about you. You're different. That's bearing fruit. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus defeated Satan with the word. When he was tempted. And Satan, you know, when he said jump off that pinnacle, that high tower, he says, you know, God said he gave the angels charge over you. Jump. Amen. And Jesus came back, you know, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You know what he was speaking? He was speaking right out of the book of Deuteronomy. Because I saw it in there. I said, that's what Jesus said. Every time... The devil tempted him, bam, he blasted him with Deuteronomy. <laughs> see, that's why, because see, the Bible says we're a living epistles. In other words, that word is alive on the inside. You shoot the devil when he shoot at you. And that's what Jesus, did. what would Jesus do? He shoot him the word. Amen. <laughs> During temptation. Amen and that's how he defeated satan with the word of god he didn't do nothing different than what we have to do defeated him with the words and he was speaking out every time he says i'm a deuteronomy you and that's what he did amen matthew 13 let's go back to matthew he gave him the word none but the word and what did the bible say he did went away for a season you know what that means Next time he come back, I'm going to shoot him with the same shot. Amen. Give him the word. See, that's why you don't have to get smart with people. Give them the word if they out of line. Amen. It's either going to shoot them or fire back at you. (laughs) One way or the other. Matthew 13, verse 9. It says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. That means put your spiritual ears on. Amen. And so he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying in this hour. Verse 12, Go down to verse 12. It says, For whosoever has, to him more will be given, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Do y'all see why he? Now a lot of people when they read this, because I said to myself, why does God take from people who don't have and give it to people who already have? Because see, if you read that scripture, that's what it sounds like. Where is that? Verse 12. Was that 12? For whoever has, to him more will be given, and he who will, and he will have abundance. But whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. Therefore, I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, and hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Amen. But God don't take what people have a little bit and give it to somebody who has more. That's not what He's. He's talking about spiritually. Amen. Amen. that's why he says those who have an ear. He's talking to anybody. He said let them hear. To those who have no ears to hear. Those who don't hear with their hearts. That's who he's talking about. It shall be taken away from them. Because the devils are coming. And this is what he's talking about. He's talking about if you don't hear with your spiritual ears. And if you don't discern. And spiritually discern. And if you don't guard your heart with all diligence and deposit the word in your heart, you're going to lose what little bit you got because the devils are coming. He's going to take that away. See, he wasn't talking about him taking away. He was talking about Satan taking it because God don't take nothing. He's trying to add and pour on and pour in. That's how he operates. But he's saying, if you don't, in other words, it's like this. This is my rendition of it. If you don't get down to the meat of this thing and get this done, the devil's going to take what you already got. Because you'll lose it. You won't have anything to add to it. You won't have substance. You won't have uh, the foundation. The foundation will weaken and fall. Are y'all here? That's how I'm taking it. Uh, Verse 13, Matthew 13. Let's go down to 18. And it it's therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When someone, I'm in Matthew 13, 18. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When someone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches it away. That's what he was saying. Because that's what I said, right? It's the same thing. I'm just trying to point out that that's the same thing. It says, it snatches away what was sown in the heart. This is he who receives seed by the wayside. That was back over in the other scripture that we read. In verse 20 says, but he who receives the seed on stony places. This is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself. But endures only for a while see the foundation is not there now what's the foundation it's the word of God that's made you strong and keeps building like blocks amen it's the word of God building on the, on and making you a great foundation and you cannot be shaken see that's why some people can't be shaken and some people can't because they don't allow it to get in here it's in here and it cannot carry you to the end being here i was confused about this too and it it cannot carry you all the way through but if you are have a foundation of truth number truth because all that shaky stuff see that mortar imagine a chimney brick mortar that mortar that don't hold that brick together is that stuff that don't get in here it's the information that's stored here, and we're trying to understand with our heads and not our hearts and so that stuff gets shaky when a wind, when the wind the storm comes, then you like i I quit, yeah, that's amen, that's why yeah, that's see that's why when people quit, it's just like you gotta let them go because you can't you can't put mortar in their brick work. It's, it doesn't work like that. I wish it did, but it, it just don't work like that. And you can't base what other people do on what you' gonna do. That's what a lot of people do. Well, if they they desert the sink a ship, no, nah, they just desert. Ain't nothing sinking. amen it's just what and see it goes back to that foundation but whoever missed the foundational truth you can get them you know you can get them but it's going to take a lot you know what when the bible says meditate on the word you know what it takes it takes a lot of you and god time and that's why sometimes god will let people be alone i got this thing it's for you and his time but it won't be this way always but if you refuse to you know, get your mortar, the right mortar in between them bricks, the kind that don't crumble. Are y'all here? And see, that's what God is after. He's after something in all of us. Amen. Amen. In other words, the right kind of mortar between the bricks is the right revelation. And the devil can come and knock. It's just like the wolf. I'm a huff, I'm a puff and blow your house down. Well... Hop to it because I'm not coming down. You know, just do your thing because I'm on a sure foundation. Amen. My mortar is strong in between these bricks. Amen. When you don't understand something, Satan, Satan steals it away. He does it to all of us. So it's not reproduced. He don't want he, don't, he look, he don't care about nobody. He don't want truth to be reproduced. He' it's like this. He wants He wants you to have worms in your tree. Yes. He don't want you to get the worms out. He wants you to back up and feel like everybody's picking on you to keep you weak and keep you falling. and you'll feel strong sometimes, but most of the time you won't because you fail for the trick. Well, he does everybody. He does it to everybody. But see right here, the word of God says, where was that? Where it says, when Satan, he comes in by the wayside, it's in verse 19, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand, now this is when we don't understand, when the wicked one comes and snatches away that was sown in your heart. this is how he plays it says this is he who receives the word by the wayside but he in verse 20 but he who receives the word on stony places this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy yet he has no root see because it's stony there's no place for the god to deposit that seed amen amen see usually this is denominational people oh i know the word i know this you know the word but you don't understand the word you know i've been there and done that too didn't know nothing all i knew was some scripture and so this is see the satan thinks he has everything set up to destroy us and that's what he wants to do amen let's go back to 20 But he who receives the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. You know, ooh, feel good. Ah, Good. That word was good. And 21 says, yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. 22 says now he who receives seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world is the cares of this world yeah the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke out the word and he becomes unfruitful but he who receives seed on good ground Is he who hears the word and understands it. See, when that light bulb come on and you say, I got it, yeah. And you say, yeah, that's right. And you usually amen the preacher. Amen. And those that don't, they still in wonderland sometimes. But I'm just telling you what it says here in verse 23. But he who receives seed on good ground is he who hears the word and understands it. Who indeed bears fruit and produces some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty fold. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. This is your soul must. Let's just lay our cards on the table. Your soul got to be converted. Number one. Your soul ain't converted. If you ain't sure you want to be saved or not or act saved, you still like the world a little too much, it's always going to be stony ground that the word falls on. It's just the way it is. People who go back to the world, they got stones. Amen. They haven't made up their mind that they want to walk holy and be thou holy as I am holy. They haven't made up their mind yet. Matthew 13. 18 we, we did that but the wicked one comes and stealeth it but he who receives seed into good ground into your spirit he is that who heareth and understand that's because it went right into your spirit and deposited in your spirit romans 10 17 says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of god amen So you don't pray to get more faith. It comes by hearing in your heart. Now you can ask God to strengthen your faith, you know, but you ain't praying for faith because it's already been given unto you. It's already been given. Amen. So God has already given us the measure of faith, but you have to, what you do with it, is up to you. That's why you can't pray to get more faith. It comes by hearing. And it goes into your spirit. Not in your natural heart. Thump, thump heart. But it goes into your spirit man. Amen. Amen. But those who don't receive the word in their spirits. Will not believe. Because fear will creep in. And bargain with your head. Amen. Bargain with your mind. And there's no revelation there. So we talked about fear being a counterfeit of faith. Because it's received the same way faith is. By hearing. You know how people say, girl you can't do that. Boy you better stop it before so and so happens. All that fake stuff. Mothers, what they call the fables, ain't nothing gonna happen, but you gonna prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You know nothing happens but the word, if that's what you believe in. Don't let nobody hold you back. Amen. On what you believe. Second Timothy one seventeen. Almost done here. Second Tim. One seventeen. Hallelujah. Here <laughs> yeah, we know. Second Timothy one. And most of you know what it says. Let's talk about fear. I'm not seventeen. Yeah, one seven. I'm sorry. Second Timothy one seven. It says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. And of love and of a sound and a sound mind. Now, why, if the word is received in your heart, why did He give you a sound mind? So your your thought process, so your mind can't talk you out of what you heard. Because see, the devil attacks your. He can't attack your spirit. He attacks your all them gates. That's why you got to shut them down. Close them. That's what he does. He attacks that. God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind is needed to override the the wrong thoughts that's going to come after that word. Well, he didn't mean that. Well, God didn't say that. He didn't say that for real. That's not for you. Or that's old, that's for the first, the Old Testament, he get a lot of people like that. That's the Old Testament, it's not the New Testament. Like, what does that mean? Old and the New Testament is the same thing, it's just before Christ and after Christ, and the, the things that were spoken in the Old Testament, so this is that in the New Testament. Are y'all here today? A, it was a type and shadow in the new old testament new testament he is here and he's doing the works of him that sent him while it is yet day because when night comes no man can work and so it's the same thing it's a type and a shadow and it's the uh, authentic thing same thing so how can they somebody believe the old don't believe the new i don't get that say screwy amen You know, the devil. See, that's the work of the devil. He's always going to try to come and screw you up so you don't get it. Amen. Fear is a counterfeit of faith because it's received by hearing and by sight. Amen. But the Bible says, for God has not given us the spirit of timidity. Amen. That's fear. Lack of of response. He didn't give us that. But he gave us a spirit of power, overcoming power, love and a sound mind. That means self-control, safe thinking, disciplined thinking, disciplined thoughts. You know you got to discipline your thoughts or you'll be out of here. Fear is a behavior trait. It's learned. Amen. Mama was scared. Kids are scared. That's the way it is. Because fear comes by hearing, and it comes by seeing. If mama got scared of a storm, then you get scared of a storm. And then we teach our kids fear. And fear imitates faith. Amen. And then it gets in your heart. And then you're afraid of heights, or you're something that, that thing is ingrained in your mind. Oh, I, I, I'm scared of those kind. I'm scared of scary movies. I'm not scared of scary movies. I just they just don't feed my spirit. You understand what I'm saying? If you set yourself up for bad dreams and nightmares. Then we gotta pray them off. Fear is the thief. It steals your faith and causes death to those who don't correct it. Spiritual death comes to those who don't correct blind faith you got correct this stuff that's what this is for that's what we're doing today how do you correct fear meditating on the word till it gets in your heart it's just not in your head what does meditate ponder muddle mutter think you got to think that take time yep it's a sacrifice i don't have that kind of time make it amen you want to survive what's coming? You'll make time for God. Because the world's going to get, it ain't getting better. It's getting worse according to the, the Second Timothy. It says it's going to get worse where people are lovers of self. We've seen that already. And they hate and despise one another for no reason. It's because of their lazy brains. And they, they refuse to clean up how they think and what they think about people. Hate to let it go. Because they don't have forgiveness in their hearts. Hate to clean their hearts up. So the world's going to get worse. That's why people walk in churches and fight and shoot. Because the world is getting worse. You got to have some power and some authority in this game. And ain't no shame in this game. You can't be ashamed to cry out to God. Get what you can get from him, honey. Because he's the one that's going to save you. People can't save you. Buddies can't save you. Friends can't save you. God can save you. Amen. Because what's impossible with man is possible with God. He's the only one. Alpha and Omega, first and last, beginning and end. Amen. And we need him. And see, people just keep you in anger. To become proficient in faith is what we want to do. And you got to receive the word with gladness and hide it in your heart. And don't harden your heart towards the word. You ever harden up your heart with something you didn't want to hear and it's that. Yep, we all done it. Got to stop. Let that go. Repentance is good. And say, God, you know what? I just want to receive this word in my heart. May not go be glad. But it's, I'm going to receive it in my heart. Meditate on the word. That's why the Bible calls the word medicine. Receive the medicine of the word. Proverbs 4.20. We read that. In your spirit man. Where revelation will develop and be fruitful. is You got to allow the meditation of the word to come in. And, and heal you. Amen. In your spirit man. Your spirit man can receive a full spiritual surgery. Amen. And be healed. And be fixed amen you know i was looking at some preacher the other day and he was saying i line everybody up in my church and we take a flu shot and i'm like oh boy here we go i said yeah we take a flu shot too with little blue pieces of material that's been anointed yeah and i just listened I said, okay i'm not gonna be quick to judge because i kind of liked him and he kept going on and everybody in the congregation was kind of getting he was looking around yeah we take a flu shot wasn't you here and they were saying, huh. He said, yeah, I know you what. And he said, we lined everybody up. He said, and he laid hands on everybody. And God gave them a scripture, and that was their flu. He said, that's what we, he said, not with a needle. How he said, I we know. take our spiritual flu shots. I said, no, that's my kind of guy. <laughs> Amen. He said, they take their gospel. Pill. Amen. The gospel. Gospel. And he tell people when they come to his church, Amen. I said that's pretty good. They take their gospel, Amen. And he says, and people in there, you know, they may get a little cold, but he said, but then nobody gets really sick and go to the hospital, Amen. amen. Faith doesn't deny what exists, you know, like. Like when we tell people who are sick, listen to these CDs till they get well, and they don't understand that. Like they are they crazy? They well, no, we're not denying the condition. Faith doesn't deny a condition. Amen. Hallelujah. It just changes the condition. It changes circumstances. So if there is no fear, our hearts will produce faith. We've got to get that fear. Now what is fear makes conditions on everything. Fear is the one that says, well, we can't deny what's really going on, reality. That's fear. Fear trying to pull you back over to its side. We're not denying conditions. We know people have illnesses, you know. But I know one thing, that word of God runs it out. It will do that. Amen. I know I got so sick I was delirious. I had a fever and everything. I was just crazy. And but you know what I got my, my thing over there after this thing was moving. No, I didn't do the word first, okay? I didn't do it. I thought it was gonna pass by and when I was I said, I'm really sick. <laughs> Looked up. I, said, I don't know what this is, but it ain't moving. I got my word. Amen. Amen. And and I could feel myself. You know, you can feel the word taking over because little bit by bit in here is pulling like this, putting you back together, knit by knit, making you whole again. Now, Proverbs 4.20 says that the word is medicine. Did we read that? It says it's medicine to your body. Let's see. I don't want to turn from Luke. Well, let's go to Luke 1 hallelujah back up luke 173 amen now when you start to produce faith that means get rid of the fear get rid of that stony heart guard your heart with all diligence watch what you let come in your ears watch what you allow come into your heart watch what you look at in other words when you guard your heart you know what you let go in then luke 173 talks about what happened with abraham and this is zachariah's prophecy and this is god coming against your enemy even the spirit of fear because that's your enemy It says, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve with him without fear. In other words, God will take care of your enemies and your enemy is fear. He'll remove it and you'll serve him mightily without fear. In other words, being delivered out of fear from the hands of the enemy verse seventy five says in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life, and you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest for you will go before face for the face of the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercies of our God which which with which the day spring. That's Jesus. Jesus is the dayspring, from on high has visited us to give light in those to, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And so the child grew and became strong. This was Jesus. He was the bright and morning star. Hallelujah. It says in. And was in the, the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Amen. And so God is just saying this. He's saying that he will give you when you allow. If you allow him. He will take the, the the fear away from your heart. He'll devour your enemy. And He'll if you will help him. If you will do your part. And that's guard your heart. If you guard your heart. Guard what goes in. Guard what goes out. Stop allowing your ear gate and eye gate to dictate what you believe. Amen. Don't be listening to what you hear. People just going to lie anyway, you know, and you just can't listen to that stuff. Don't base an opinion based on what you hear. Shut these gates down and don't allow this to see what it's doing. God, the devil is slowly attacking your faith. Amen. But he says if you allow him, he'll destroy your enemies. He'll destroy the enemies of fear and the enemies of your faith. But you got to do your part. Amen. So faith doesn't deny any condition. But it changes conditions. But you got to guard your heart. Guard what goes in and not make judgments about what you see. That's called carnal living. Carnal Christians always go by what they see and what they hear just shall live by faith. You don't live by what you see and what you hear. You go by what's in here in your heart, by what you. But you can allow stones to get in your heart if you don't guard it with all diligence. Amen. And be be ready to give an answer if God calls. You know we're fruitful people, so be ready to bear fruit. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't we stop? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Father. We thank you.